My entitled mother demands that I watch her cats while she figures out her moving situation, forcing them upon me and practically making my one-bedroom studio apartment an absolute nightmare. But now my landlord is calling, informing me that they know I have cats in my apartment. And now I'm concerned that I may get evicted unless my mom comes back and gets her cats. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So my mother and my youngest are moving to the United Kingdom in literally a few weeks. She sold my grandfather father's house as it was no longer needed but she didn't plan very well. She didn't plan a place to stay after the house was sold as she claimed she didn't expect the house to be sold so fast and so once the house was sold she started staying with my oldest sister even without asking, just expecting her to let her, which they unfortunately did. Originally she was gonna make me let her and my little sister stay but as I live in a studio apartment with just a bedroom a kitchen and lounge in one room I told her it was not possible After an argument or two, she said that I have to keep the cats then until she can figure out a temporary foster home. Now, she procrastinates severely, so she is being very slow on that point. She hasn't even booked tickets yet. She has over a dozen cats, and she is taking five with her to the United Kingdom. The rest are going to be adopted out. However, these cats aren't trained very well, and being in a studio, it clutters the place up. I told her I can take a few, but not all of them. My house doesn't allow pets, so I told her at first I can't, But then she went on a rant about how she's helped me so many times and that it's the things we do for family that really count. Now, I've already gotten an email from my real estate saying that they know I have cats here and that I need to get rid of them. Luckily, they're nice as I explain my situation, basically telling them that I'm just helping her out for a little bit. I expected them to stay for like two weeks, but it's been almost two months. They have made the place smell terrible and keep scratching up my carpet stairs. They keep climbing up to the window edge and knocking things down and waking me up in the middle of the night. I've slept in because of lack of sleep while also missing a lot of university classes as a result. My partner doesn't mind cats, but when they're jumping all over us in the middle of the night, it's honestly hard to deal with. And the smell too. No matter how many times I clean the litter trays, one of them keeps urinating on my clothes in the wardrobe no matter how many times I close it and try to keep it closed. At the moment, the cat shelters and such are packed full, but boarding kennels absolutely can take them. I've told my mom that I can't have them and that boarding kennels are an option, but she claims that they need certain requirements, yet she hasn't even looked any up, and I have. I explained to her how they work, and she still won't listen to me. Anytime I try to explain any of this, she gets defensive, calling me a selfish jerk and that this is what family does for each other. My youngest sister is calling me selfish for not helping, and my oldest sister calls me the same thing. And now, at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Your mom and your sisters are completely wrong. They are absolutely taking advantage of you, and if you're not careful, you're gonna get evicted. Like, seriously, they knew that you couldn't have cats at your place, and now, practically your landlords know about you having cats. And you know what? Thank goodness they actually understand your situation, because I've met some pretty heartless landlords, as I'm sure some of you have as well, and you should seriously be counting your lucky stars that they are even giving you any kind of buffer towards getting this taken care of. So if I was in your shoes, I would call up my mother, and I would be like, look, you need to figure this out, and I'm gonna give you a week. If she doesn't do anything about this, in my opinion, I would either drop it off at my sister's place, or I would take it to one of the shelters. Those are her options. And if she seriously doesn't like it, then that's straight up her problem, not yours. You cannot keep these cats because you're going to get evicted. And in my opinion, the risk of dealing with these cats even a little bit longer is simply not worth the trouble that your mom has put you in. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description.
Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My entitled aunts and uncles are stealing from my dying grandmother, taking money that was meant for her in the hospital to help her with all of her medical bills and using it to buy stuff for themselves. And I'm so disgusted by their behavior and now I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. My grandmother fell deathly ill after sustaining trauma, broken bones, bruises, head trauma, and subsequent onset of dementia. She required a nasogastric tube just to stay alive. And as you can guess, the medical bills skyrocketed. She has seven children, of which only three are really financially contributing to the expenses. And my dad is one of those people. I sent some money over to help because I love my grandma. She helped raise me. She cooked and fed me. She carried me around. I love her. And helping her was a sentimental decision. But unfortunately, that didn't matter. Because my uncle, who is one of her sons, used my contribution to purchase a refrigerator for his wife. He allocated a compartment of the fridge for my grandmother's use. And it's honestly pretty clear, the end goal is to claim full ownership of the fridge after she passes away. My grandmother needed a medical assistant bed that had to be purchased. He moved her large bed with canopy into his wife's bedroom while she was in the hospital, not in the guest bedroom where her kids could rest in when visiting to help look after her. They removed her jewelry and sold them for cash. These people are my grandmother's favorite kids. My uncles and aunts bicker about money, and I mean, that's their business. But I sent money to help fund her medical expenses, not to buy my uncle a stupid fridge for his wife. And I didn't get a thank you or any kind of acknowledgement. They act as if I didn't send any help. And this is all because I'm gay, by the way. And because I'm gay, they think it's fine to steal from their nephew. I'm enraged. I'm hurt. I'm bitter. And this was honestly the final straw. I'm so done caring for these people. I'm sorry my grandma won't receive the help that she needs. But there's nothing else I can do besides sending cash because I live abroad. I have no words in my vocabulary to insult them. They are honestly not worth it. And I hate that I share genes with these people. They're twice my age, they're religious, and they're stealing from their mother and their nephew all before their mother is dead. If Hades exists, it's not bad enough for people like them. I'm so sick to my stomach and I honestly don't know what to do. That is seriously messed up. I'm pretty sure that what they're doing might be illegal. Like, think about it. They're taking the jewelry of this grandmother. They're selling it for cash. They're taking the money that was meant for your grandma specifically, and they're using it to buy a fridge. This is all like super shady stuff, and there's no way I would sit there and let that just happen. So I know if I was in your shoes, I would either start making a very big deal about this on social media, or I would be going to the police. Like seriously, there's no good excuse for this. There's no way this is appropriate, and honestly, these people seriously need to check themselves. Because at the end of the day, your grandmother is passing away. She's in a very vulnerable situation, and honestly, she doesn't need people stealing from her like that. So hopefully something can be done about this. Otherwise, this is only going to cause more problems in the future. Am I the jerk for telling my sister about my partner's plastic surgery after my sister started to get obsessed about her looks after my partner lied about having plastic surgery? Here's what happened. My girlfriend and I moved to Europe a few years ago, and she ended up getting a lot of plastic surgery while we were out there, and it was all stuff that I begged her not to get. She got a blepharoplasty, a nose job, fillers, a chin surgery, and I don't even know what else. I hate to say it, but it really decreased her attractiveness. Don't get me wrong, she is still beautiful, but not nearly as gorgeous as what she used to look like. It also just makes me sad that she removed all the features that I loved on her face. It's also sad that people think these are features they need to remove. She looks hollowed out and really tired, but she doesn't want to admit that she got plastic surgery. We were back home from Europe, and people started commenting on her looks at dinner. In fact, one of her friends just straight out asked if she got something done, and she said no. She said it was just aging, and of course she was going to look 
different now that she's 27. At this point, I was shocked. I could not believe she was playing that card when the results are so dramatic. It was so obvious that she was lying, but no one called her out on it. My sister has been staying at my parents' house because I'm here, and she has been weirdly obsessing about her looks ever since that dinner. She is only 24, and she is truly a baby. 24 seems so young now, or at least she really does make it look very young. She admitted that seeing my girlfriend brought up feelings of anxiety towards aging. She said she didn't know people could change so much, and it was stressing her out. She started calling me and freaking out about a line she found on her forehead, which was hardly even noticeable at all. She isn't a person that is super fixated on her looks, at least normally that is, so this honestly really surprised me. But she was buying a lot of anti-aging skincare and applying it multiple times a day. But I told her she was fine. All she had to do was moisturize and wear sunscreen. I mean, I look the same as I did at 24, but she wasn't buying it, and it was obvious why. It hurts so much to see her like that. She kept putting retinol on her face and would ask me daily if I see lines going away when there were no lines in the first place. After a while of her spiraling, one day I finally broke down and I said to her, dude, are you really freaking out about aging because of my girlfriend? Chill out. She got plastic surgery. You don't just randomly start to have totally different features after you hit 25. You are going to look exactly how you look right now at 27. So just relax. She is way too young to be hyper fixating on her looks as well as worrying about aging at the age of 24. She has an obsessive personality sometimes and really gets fixated on things probably because of an anxiety disorder. So just telling her that made her drop the subject. Thank God. Now I told her weeks ago but last week my girlfriend asked if I told anyone about her plastic surgery. I admitted I did tell my sister because I didn't want to lie about it and now she is very mad at me. Was I wrong to tell her? I mean my girlfriend didn't outright say not to tell people but it was obvious that she wanted me to lie for her and expected me to do that. At the end of the day my sister's well-being and mental health matters to me more than anything or anyone. She is naive, maybe more than you would expect from a 24 year old and I feel like I need to protect her. When I told her my girlfriend lied and had plastic surgery, she said to me, I didn't think she would lie to me about that and my sister looks up to me and my girlfriend a lot. Fast forward and I have not talked to my girlfriend about the future. I've realized I've lost a lot of respect for her, not because of the plastic surgery and changing her appearance. I mean, I had accepted that overall, but she was fine with lying to my sister and watching her spiral into obsession. I kept bringing it up to her that my sister was struggling and she would just deflect and say a lot of young women care about their looks and that she'll get over it eventually. And this seriously rubbed me the wrong way. My sister is my best friend and my only real family that I have. I'd like to think that a partner would see how important she is to me and prioritize her mental well-being. Now, this did happen about a week ago, so my girlfriend did not break up with me, but I do feel that we need to talk about the future. It's also important to add that my sister didn't tell anybody about her plastic surgery and she never would. She has kept far worse secrets of mine. My girlfriend is self-conscious about someone finding out and she'd ask me every once in a while if I told anyone. And that's honestly how this came up. My sister isn't going around gossiping about her appearance or anything like that. And honestly, she would never do that even in the first place. So this is honestly such a messy situation and I seriously don't know what to do. Yeah, this is a really weird one. Like, is your girlfriend seriously trying to lie about having plastic surgery? I mean, I don't know about you, but it doesn't take a genius to see right away that yes, she probably had something done. I would be willing to bet that pretty much anybody most of the time can spot pretty quickly when someone's had something done on their face. And I'm talking about cosmetic surgery, not like the actual surgeries where people need to have something done to themselves. That's completely different, and you should never judge someone for something like that. Like, sure, you don't have to admit that you've had surgery done, but if you're going to be called out on it, at least have the common 
moment decency to be like, yeah, I did have something done. Because otherwise, you're just making yourself look like a fool. Plastic surgery for cosmetic reasons is like this uncanny valley. Unless the surgeon is like really good, people are going to spot that pretty much right away. I'm not saying that getting plastic surgery is wrong. Do whatever you want with your life. But lying about it when asked directly is really sketchy behavior. So no, I don't think you're the jerk in this situation. I think you were just trying to protect your sister. And the way your girlfriend went about doing this was honestly completely unacceptable. My entitled boss threatens to fire me if I don't work on the days that I requested off. So I decided to throw caution to the wind, letting them know that I would quit instead of sticking around. And I've never felt better about getting away from a toxic job in my life. Here's what happened. So a few years back, I worked on a relief crew on a drilling rig. The rig ran 24 hours a day with three shifts. Crews worked six days and then two days off. My crew would replace a working crew so they could have their two days off. So we worked mornings for two days, then afternoons, and then nights. It was common to find someone to take a shift if you wanted an extra day off, but the replacement had to have the same abilities. And a crew had several different roles, such as a motorman, a driller, a chain hand, and a floor hand. People started as a floor hand, and as they learned, they would work their way up with more responsibility and more pay. Sometimes when someone changed companies, they might take a lower position, so it was common to have somebody who had a lot of experience working the motor or the chain. In September, my wife asked about the chances of getting off for Christmas. I checked the calendar and my days off fell on December 24th and December 25th. So it was a done deal and I had it scheduled off. Then I decided to sweeten the pot. I found a guy who would work December 22nd and December 23rd for me. And I also found one who would work the 26th and the 27th. I took this to my driller who agreed they could work with me. With my six days off, I could drive the 400 miles to visit my family. Things looked pretty sweet, or so I thought. The other guys on my crew were in the same position, so they all tried to find replacements, and two were successful. Unfortunately, the driller only had three other guys on the rig who could work for him, and none of them wanted to help. He got mad and said that since he couldn't get the time off, none of us could get our time off. So I reminded him that he had already approved my time, and he said that was canceled, and if I didn't work on December 23rd, then I would be fired. I told him, fine, I will work the 23rd, but that will be my last day of work. Consider this my three months notice. Well, back at work, nothing much was said for the next few weeks. Outside of work, I was networking and found another job I could start the first week of January. And with that, everything was finally set up. At the end of my shift on the 23rd, I emptied my work locker and I said my goodbyes. And you know what? The driller barely acknowledged me. I went home and I drove to see the family the next day. I spent a relaxing week there and then came back to start my new job. About the end of January, I went to a friend's birthday party. There, I saw one of my old crew. He asked me when I was going back to work. The driller thought I was still sulking around and would come crawling back soon. He never did hire a replacement, and they had been working shorthanded for over a month. I said he'd better hire somebody, because I wasn't playing games. And when I said I quit, I absolutely meant it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Good for the original poster for standing up for themselves. First of all, it sounds like your boss is an absolute jerk. They were seriously going to stop you from getting your time off. Like, think about it for a second. You already put your time in. You already said, hey, I'm going to take off these days. And you gave them like, what, three months of a notice to get that figured out? And now just because this one guy can't get his time off, he's now going to cancel everybody's vacation plans? Like, seriously, that is unfair. That's a big red flag in my opinion. And that guy should not be in a leadership role. And you know what? Here's the thing. Everybody's been in that situation. We've all been stuck having to work through the holidays or something like that. So the fact that this guy would act so weird and basically throw a hissy fit and try and ruin everybody else's plans all because nobody wanted to give up any of their time. That is so unbelievably toxic. So truly good for you for finding another job. These people sound like they absolutely suck. And it's so ironic that he didn't even hire a replacement. He thought you would come crawling back. But you know what? You're much better than that and you do not deserve to deal with these people in the slightest. Am I the jerk for telling my niece that she'll have to move out if she does not want to be a nanny for my kids any longer? Here's what happened. So I first want to start off by saying that I'm a single mom with two kids. One is eight years old and one is six years old. I work as a nurse three days a week. I work 12 hour shifts from 12 p.m. until 12 a.m. After my husband passed away, I needed a nanny to tend to my kids from the time they got off school, which was about 3 p.m. all the way until the end of the day. I decided to live in was the best choice, especially since I have a one guest bedroom. I live right near a university and around this time, my niece had just gotten accepted. She wanted to save cost on dorms and offered to watch my kids those three days. In exchange, she wanted to live there with us rent free. I agreed and said that I would pay her $22 an hour, which is a competitive rate for our area. She's done with her classes by one o'clock, so it honestly kind of works out. She fixes them dinner, puts them to bed, then she's free to do whatever she wants. But of course, I pay her from 3 p.m. until 12.30 a.m. And this worked for about two years, and my niece never had any complaints. Now, however, my niece is getting an unpaid internship related to her major that starts up in January, so she would not be available to watch my kids. I told her congratulations, and then I said I could help her look into student housing or an apartment. I mean, we would only have three months to do this after all. Now, when I said that, she was very confused. I said to her that since I would need a live-in, and I only have one guest room, she would have to move out. My niece then got very upset and said that this isn't fair. She won't be able to save any money if she gets a dorm or an apartment. And honestly, while she could afford to live on her own, she wouldn't have much in terms of savings. I pointed out that this would work best for me as I had to put my kids in aftercare the other two days that I work. I get off at around 5 o'clock and the nanny could just pick them up from school as opposed to them having to stay there for so long. My niece argued that the nanny could leave at the end of her shift, but after speaking to some nannies, they understandably so don't want to drive home so late. Plus, I'm fine with the nanny falling asleep after the kids do, so there's no sense in them sleeping, then waking up and driving so drowsy. Even I feel nervous driving home so late, especially after my long shift. My sister-in-law, who's my niece's mom, feels that this is unfair for my niece, but she moved in under the condition that she would work as a nanny. My sister-in-law and brother live about three hours away, so my niece wouldn't be able to commute if she moved back in with them. They feel I should try and find a nanny who'd be willing to drive home at 12.30 at night. But honestly, all nannies I've spoken to have said no or expressed concern about their safety driving so late. Now, when it comes to the internship itself that my niece is getting, the internship is all semester long, and my niece isn't interested in being a nanny moving forward at all, and will instead just be pursuing this internship. So she has no desire to work after her internship is done for the day. She knew from the jump that I was looking for a live-in specifically 
specifically for childcare. And at this point, with all the trouble I'm dealing with, I provided her a written notice just so I can cover my butt legally. So I really need to know, am I the jerk for telling my niece that she needs to move out if she's not going to be a nanny for my children any longer? I don't think you're the jerk at all. This is completely reasonable, and I don't understand why your sister-in-law and your brother are acting so weird. Like, seriously, she moved in to be a live-in. That was her main job and main employment opportunity. I mean, you were paying her, what, $22 an hour? That is a very competitive rate, and I think you were doing her a really big favor just by saying, hey, let me pay you for your time. You very easily could have been like, nah, you'll just live here rent-free. That's enough payment for me, in my opinion. But no, you decided to pay her and make sure she was making some kind of money. And that's the deal. If she wants to live here, she has to be a nanny for your kids. But now that she's picking up an internship, the entire setup is now completely different. You can only justify someone living in your house with you if they're willing to be a nanny and take care of your kids. Like you need someone who can cover for you when you're working those 12-hour shifts. Which, by the way, those are probably exhausting. Especially as a nurse, no less. So truly, I don't blame you for saying the niece has got to move out. Her days are numbered, she's got to find somewhere else to live. And honestly, that is not your fault. She knew what she was getting into, and she knew what the deal was if she wanted to live there. And if she no longer wants to be a nanny for your children, then trust me, I'm right there with you. She absolutely has got to go. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.